Welcome to ROI Overload, the business, tech, and finance newsletter. I'm Scott D. Clary. This is what's making news today. Spotify just hit 165 million premium subscribers. Search as a service product developer, Agolia, raised $150 million. Uh, young people's privacy and security is going to increase dramatically on Instagram. Uh, and Goldman Sachs moves towards a DeFi ETF. Let's jump right into it. So showing no signs of stagnation or saturation, Spotify's total number of monthly active users has touched the 365 million mark. Out of these, 165 million are premium subscribers. The numbers show a 20% annual growth in volume of premium subscribers and a 22% growth in the volume of monthly active users. Apple Music and Amazon are rivals to Spotify, although although these two do not publish similar numbers uh, regularly. Estimates suggest that Apple Music has 60 million paying subscribers and Amazon Music has 55 million. Along with the subscription numbers, Spotify also witnessed a growth in its average revenue per user. The company now earns $5.07 per premium subscriber, which is roughly equivalent to about $4.29 euro. Uh, last quarter, the platform was earning $4.12 uh, euros per premium subscriber. The growth is a result of an increase in the platform's subscription prices. Yet despite a quarterly growth, the per premium subscriber revenue of Spotify is down 3% compared to the same quarter last year. This quarter, Spotify has made a net loss of 20 million euros, a humongous improvement compared to the net loss of 365 million euros in the same quarter the previous year. And just to put it in perspective, that's about $432 million American. Search as a service product developer, Algolia raises $150 million, becoming a unicorn. The search API startup, Algolia, has raised $150 million in its Series D funding. The funding round took the post-money valuation of the company to $2.25 billion, making it a unicorn with, of course, a valuation of over $1 billion. Lone Pine Capital served as a lead investor in this round. Other investors to participate in the funding included Fidelity Management and Research Company, Steadfast Capital Ventures, uh, Glenn Capital, and Twilio. Uh, even some existing investors of Algolia, including Excel, Salesforce Ventures, a DAG, Alrock, World Innovation Lab, they raised their stakes in the company. Algolia is famous for its search as a product service, letting users integrate real-time search into their application or website through a developer-friendly API. The product acts incredibly quickly, super fast, with results loading within just a few milliseconds. Without revealing its actual revenue numbers, the company has reported a year-over-year increase of 180% in its annual recurring revenue. The company has more than 10,000 customers, including some of the biggest global brands like Slack, Stripe, Medium, Zendesk, and Lacoste. In terms of traffic handled, Algolia is now handling more than 1.5 trillion search queries per year. In social media news, Instagram is upping the security and the privacy for younger people. This is a good move. Instagram is bringing a significant update in its settings, keeping its under 16 users in mind. Any user aged under 16 or 16 and under will now have a private account by default. Earlier, users had to choose between public and a private account when signing up. That has changed. Young users under 16 will now have to manually shift to a public account if they decide to do so. The platform... We'll also send a notification to the young users upon signing up explaining the benefits of having a private account and the ways to change the privacy settings. Another, another step towards the goal, Instagram will also limit the way advertisers and young people interact on Instagram and Facebook. It will allow ad targeting only based on age, gender, and location for users 
uh, under 18, the advertisers won't have permission to leverage any other parameter such as interests or activity on other apps or other websites. So yes, they can still advertise to this age group, but they're removing the retargeting or the lookalike or the tracking pixels that would probably give that much more information to advertisers. And Goldman Sachs, and another big move for DeFi and crypto and blockchain, Goldman Sachs is moving towards a DeFi ETF. So they're trying another mainstream financial institution is taking a keen interest uh, in decentralized finance. The investment banking leader Goldman Sachs has filed an application with the SEC for the DeFi ETF. A DeFi ETF would be an exchange traded fund offering exposure to public companies in decentralized finance and blockchain. Although many details on the exact composition, so the companies that would be involved in the fund uh, are yet to be made available, the fund would invest at least 80% of its assets into companies pioneering the cause and use of blockchain and digital finance or fintech or decentralized finance, whatever you want to refer to it as. The fund would be named the Goldman Sachs Innovative DeFi and Blockchain Equity ETF uh, and become available in the markets of Australia, Canada, France, Germany, Hong Kong, Japan, South Korea, Switzerland, the Netherlands, the UK, and the US. Now, some quick other stories from around the web. Uh, WhatsApp and Facebook news. WhatsApp, uh, the Facebook-owned messaging service, is working uh, to develop a way to transfer chat histories between iOS and Android. Um, there's a new funding round led by Morningside Ventures and Advantage Capital into MedRhythms that is focused on digital therapy. They just received $25 million in funding. And uh, another crypto story, uh, Binance, one of the ma leading major crypto firms, just reduced their withdrawal limits to 0.06 BTC or Bitcoin per day from August 2021 onwards if you do not have full KYC. So if you don't have your identity verified on the platform. That's it for today. Hope you enjoyed. If you found any value, share it with your friends, family, peers, coworkers. They can go subscribe at newsletter.roioverload.com. Have a